1: First live video known to so we well, on? I can see that. We on? That yes, we, oh.
0: we are on. Welcome to okay. another episode. It's too much down I'm I'm doing this. I'm supporting Porter's Mask. Mars Media. Do you selling these up here? Yeah. All right then. Well Isn't I'm, that a I'm, great I'm mask? It yeah, that's what it, it is. But, that's you not know. the full figured one though. That's like what? <sighs> is that
1: this medium?
0: I don't know. But, you know, I'm I'm, I'm like a bandana guy, but since she, you know, this is her thing, I'm going to support that. Y'all see this. This is the Mars Media face mask. It's fogging up my glasses and everything. But I just put it up for y'all to see that. And y'all order these things. Mars Media. Protect yourself.
1: Right. You know what? Mars Media is owned (laughs) by a woman.
0: Yeah, right. It's a woman, woman
1: owned and run. She right. runs all this shit and gets all these people in here.
0: Yeah, she does all that, but you hold off and I uh, introduce you. See, she didn't put your ass in the camera already, and you wasn't supposed to be in there. Uh-oh.
1: Uh-oh, did I get in trouble? <laughs> I jumped the gun?
0: Anyway, yeah. well, no, like that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Tuba Sound. I'm your host, Al Tuba, here at Boris Media. Uh, date was September the 3rd, 2020. Another month is here and we're here for another episode. Uh, my boss is back there, Porter, say hello, and... Hey, Porter. Uh, what's I mean, going on with you back miss there? miss your
1: mom with old Porter back
0: there. Huh? You
1: can just barely see your head.
0: You, madam. Let's... Okay, that's all you're going to say? I had a promoter to tell me something about your dad here. You told me he'd get ready to get... Promoted into the Hall of Fame and all that? Yes, that is correct. Uh, Do tell. Tell us more. Uh, My dad just got inducted into the Bay Area Radio Hall of Fame. Um, There'll be a live or a video presentation at the end of this month, and I will keep everybody posted. My dad was in radio almost 60 years before he passed. Yeah. That's beautiful.
1: That's incredible. That
0: is. And I'll tell you another thing we need is these headsets up here, because I barely heard you.
1: Oh, okay, so continue. Intro intro your guest, please. Huh? Intro your guest, please.
0: I will. when i get around to it.
1: I was just really good at reading lips, and that's how I knew what you were saying. <laughs> like,
0: anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we are here once again um, at Morris Media. Um... Feel free to call in. We have a new number up here, and I I'm still trying to get familiar with it. That number is 323-815-4204, right here at Mars Media. And I got um quite a few topics I want to discuss with you tonight, but I want to introduce my guest first, who's um a, a very funny lady, a comedian comrade up here that I brought up in. I know you're gonna enjoy her while we discuss some of these topics, he's already started before we could even introduce her.
1: Uh-oh, uh-oh, I got in trouble.
0: No, <laughs> oh, you didn't, you just being you.
1: I jumped the gun, and I have, <laughs> I have magical ears now.
0: Yeah, you only really have to put them on like if we have collars or something. Now, you can sit there and wear them if you want to. I could, but, you know, but we, yeah.
1: can you see yourself? Because I can't see me.
0: Yeah, I see me coming in right there. This is Gwenda Perez, ladies and gentlemen, one of the funniest ladies you ever want to goddamn see on a comedy stage, and you will be hearing a lot from her in the future. And I'm glad and honored to have her down here to discuss some of these topics that we're going to discuss tonight. So, uh, thank you for finally getting here.
1: Well, thank you for having me.
0: Yeah,
1: I appreciate it. It was like uh, definitely interesting. He's been so nice to me, and I've been like so like lethargic and basically dragging my tail. My tail has like a fifty pound weight on it today.
0: But, hey, that's, that's normal. I mean, we're going to get into that a little bit later on, but you said you had to go through uh, chemo and everything today.
1: Well, I, I, you know, yeah, I, I have a couple of autoimmune problems, which is why most often you'll see me with one of these magical things on my face.
0: Yeah, that looked like a welding mask. Hey, I, see, I see a lot of people wearing those with the mask on nowadays, too.
1: Hey, well, yeah, and then I have my other my little mask. You very, rarely, very seldom see me without, right. but we're far enough away that don't breathe on me
0: that um, must.
1: Well it's, it's one of those things that I know everyone's like oh, There's so many people who think it's not real Some people that do real Here's the reality I would God forbid not want anybody to get sick Because I didn't know I was sick So that's yeah. mainly my thing is I don't want anyone to get sick Because I don't know I'm sick If I am sick And I don't think i But who knows right. And then the other thing is like As I keep getting reminded by my doctors I can't get sick Because I'll just die
0: That's what they do? Yeah that's, you can't get sick. You just die.
1: You're not, they're like you're. You're not gonna make it. Like you need to understand. This virus is not good for people like you. You're. You have some heavy autoimmune problems, and uh, if you get sick, you're just gonna die. So just be be careful.
0: Uh, damn. that's almost like living with a hit over your head. How do you get? How do you um? How do you go through day by day? I mean, even you here, but that would like scare the hell out of me.
1: Well, you know, i I've. I've Always had a weak immune system for the last several years, not knowing what was going on. I didn't get diagnosed properly until last year. Yeah. And in fact, August last year is my anniversary date of uh, finding out I was why I was the way I was. Yeah. And um, you know, it's just one of those things. Like I, because I knew I was always getting sick easily. I've been wearing masks on planes for years, and people always would look at me crazy, and I'd be like, listen i'm not wearing this because i'm sick i'm wearing this because you might fucking be sick and i have no desire to catch it and so, i always brought my own lysol wipes and i would clean my little station in the plane that, so. and then everybody else would be like staring at me and be and like what do you want to borrow yes if you don't mind so i mean i've always lived like this for the last i don't know 10 12 years
0: so you were on top of it like michael jackson was let me tell he you he was wearing masks way before we had thought he was weird and there are a lot of there's a, ger, a lot of germophobes out there, people that just are, and you can't be mad at them because now you're forced to live like that. But there are people out there that are fr- petrified of germs, anybody's germs.
1: Well, I'm not really petrified of germs. I just I know when I get sick, like it, I can. Let's say I, I get sick and I catch a cold. Yeah. I have a sore throat for a day. The next day, I have bronchitis. The next day, I have pneumonia. Like it's a three day factor, and then I'm sick for three or four months. So it's just I know that. Um, that's how it's been. I'd never mm. knew why, I just knew that's how it was. So I would always like, cause every time I fly without a mask on, I get sick. Mm. So I learned a long time ago, I think I was coming back from going to, or coming back from Miami and I had to stay an extra week cause I was so sick, I couldn't get back on the plane.
0: Now isn't something you've been going through all your life since you were a kid?
1: No, but I think it's like something I, I've known and experienced since I was in my twenties and mm. I couldn't understand, I mean, I was always like an athlete, not that you can tell now, but, I mean, my muscles are where everything else right now is in COVID, on on the, yeah. on the shelf collecting dust. But uh, it's uh, it's just one of those things. So, you know, I found out I have lupus, which is in remission now. Yahoo. Well, how and long
0: have you been, you been had that? I,
1: I probably have had that since I was in my, tw- my teens, my late teens. Cause yeah. I've had, like, all the symptoms and stuff, and I would get these flare-ups is what they call them when your body starts shutting down and... You're in pain, and then you're sick, and then, you know, and then you, you're better after a couple of weeks. But it's a different type of thing. And then I also have, which is not in remission right now, is rheumatoid arthritis. And I have this other stupid thing called fibromyalgia. So rheumatoid arthritis is different, though, because what it is is it's basically, it's not like regular arthritis where you do all these things and you, you get sore. Uh, rheumatoid's goal is to turn your your knuckles and your bones into steel. So if you... What it is is, like, my immune system, this is so crazy. I have such a strong immune system, I produce too much immunity.
0: Yeah.
1: And that comes from high, like, lots of years of being stressed, high stress. So, like, I've been stressed out too much, and so my body never relaxed or reset. So now it thinks that it has to be on overdrive all the time. So by producing too much immunity, my body's trying to kill me. So it's picking on, like, my kidneys, my liver, it, my it, it, lungs, it, it, my it, it, skin. It, it,
0: there's got to be a way to balance that, though.
1: Well, that is the balance factor. I do chemotherapy every week, so one day a week.
0: You, you told me this the other day, and I couldn't believe that because I thought I you had to be bald like me, well, to be doing chemo. I mean, I mean, well, I, I, that's my ignorance. But you well, no, you that's not. There's chemo. nothing
1: ignorant about that. I would yeah. be. I've lost over half of the hair that I have on my head. Well, I sure well, year. Well, you
0: must have been looking like Bigfoot then. You had more hair than that. Dude,
1: at least it knew where to grow. Let's just put it that way. But... Oh. But, like, I go to, like, I was, I read a lot. I think the one thing that people have to learn, like, when you're not feeling well, uh, it's not all in your head. Go to the doctor. And most doctors will be like, it's just this, just keep going until, like, someone gives you a credible answer that makes sense. Yeah. And, uh, because I I found out most people with autoimmune disease, it takes them, like, five to seven years to be diagnosed right. And what happened to me is I was on vacation, and I was hiding away from my family, and uh, a big... There was like some family drama and my daughter intentionally pulled me into some drama on a family text message and I being me shot in there about like nobody should have kids unless they're ready and they're financially stable to bring a child in the world's really selfish on the oh, fact.
0: you're preaching you, you to the crowd here. Yeah.
1: yeah, so. I can't
0: tell you how many times I've discussed that a here on this show and on stage.
1: Well, people don't get it though. was like they, oh, but you know, it's God, listen, God knows you're going to fuck up. That's if he doesn't want something here, he's going to get rid of it. End of story. I mean, Hitler's gone, Trump's right right out the door here in a second. I just this, that that's a whole nother topic. Oh,
0: no. But
1: uh, <laughs> that's a whole other topic. We won't even. I'm not even going to go there unless led there. But so, anyways, the drama caused me to have a huge spike in my immune system, and I was on the floor in the bathroom on this vacation when I had free passes to Disney World in Orlando. Uh, Universal Studios in Orlando I had like I was like set I was having so much fun and so I'm on the floor and so I realized I wasn't gonna be able to fly back in three days because <sighs> I couldn't walk so I I had to go to urgent care and I figured oh it's probably kidney infection again so <clears throat> I crawl into my car, rental car and I drive over to urgent care and I'm like walking and and the nurse sees me and she goes oh my god are you okay I said I- I'm just looking for the urgent care she's like let me help you so she helps me get there And uh, the receptionist is like, oh, do you have an appointment? I said, no. And she's like, oh, don't worry. We're going to rush you right away. So they put me into this room. And then the doctor comes in and she tells me, so um, I can charge you and give you an exam, but I'm still going to send you to the hospital or I can just send you to the hospital. I said, listen, I think it's just a small kidney infection. Just give me an antibiotic. She's like, you're kidding me. I said, no, I'm sure that's what So she gave me the exam, charged the money. She's like, so we're going to call a taxi and send you to the hospital. And I said, no, 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 I can drive. She's like, you can barely walk. And I said, I'll be okay. I've had this. This happens to me about three or four times a year. It's all brought on by stress. I'll be okay. And she's like, no, no, we're we're calling a taxi. You have to go to the hospital. I've already called the head of ER. They're expecting you. And I said, listen, lady, I'm not going to take a taxi because I'm never going to remember where the fuck my car is. So how far (laughs) away is it? (laughs) She's like, it's a mile. And I said, oh, I can do that. I said, is there a turn? She's like, it's a straight shot from here. I said, I'll be fine. She's like, I'm gonna call and make sure you got there. So that mile, I think, was the longest fucking mile I've ever... Yeah. It took me like five hours in my mind mentally to get there. And I was in the whole time going, why didn't I take the taxi? And they
0: just let you don't, do that.
1: Don't you love yourself? Why don't, yeah. you, don't you love yourself? All why are you taking the taxi?
0: Yeah. So yeah.
1: I get out yeah. and I go over there. And I'm, like, I'm very blessed in the fact that when I'm in trouble, like the doors and windows open up for me. Yeah. And so sure enough, as soon as I pull in, somebody pulls out of parking directly in front of the ER. So I bark, and I get out, and security sees me. He's like, oh, my God, and runs over with a wheelchair. So he puts me in the wheelchair, and I said, I'm supposed to give you this note. And he's like, we're expecting you. He hands the note to this woman, and she's like, we're going to fast-track her to the ER. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck's happening? Mm. So they fast-track me to the back, and I'm sitting here. This is kind of amusing, but not. But So I'm sitting there in this chair, just like hunched over like this, and I have a really high pain tolerance, and I'm like this. And... Uh, this guy sitting next to her over here with his wife is like, oh my God, this poor woman, this poor woman. Someone needs to help this poor woman. You know, I'm so sorry you're here. You know, I would rub your back, but I'm afraid it'll make it worse. Nurse, why is she in here? Why is she here? She should be over there. Why is she not in the back? Can't you see that this woman is in a vast amount of pain? What's the matter with you? And the nurse is like, sir, don't worry. We're, we're sending someone else, he's like, no, you need to send someone now. There are people in there, that is not an emergency. Like, look at this one, here, her. She's not an emergency. This an emergency. This is a social injustice. You need to put this woman back there immediately.
0: Hey, special privileges. And I uh, was like- you, you really believe, If you was an ugly bitch, do you really believe he'd have went to bed for you like that? Dude,
1: I was ugly at that moment. No, there no, was, oh no, on, let me tell green, you, there was no makeup, and I was like, it's white, I look like <laughs> death. It was like not even white, I was now gray. But as he's saying that, I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, somebody finally loves me.
0: (laughs) I guess you got his phone up.
1: No, like his wife was like, she says like, she tells (laughs) me, she's like, are you sure you're not just pregnant? And I swear to God, if I could have lifted my leg, I would have fucking kicked that bitch in the (laughs) vagina. And I would have kicked her hard. (laughs) And her husband's like, woman, what is the matter with you? Um, This is an emergency. You, not so much. This is. uh, So, you know, long story short, I found out I was born with an underdeveloped kidney. And my kidney has swelled up to three times the sizes of a normal kidney because of all the inflammation. But unbeknownst to all of us at the time, the inflammation was because of lupus. So all the inflammation caused the tubes that were already too small to shrink too small. So my kidney swelled up. And so it was like just an adventure from hell. Uh. so when i came back to the u the us i came back to california because florida is like leaving to another country when i came back to california i knew i had to get good insurance so i waited and i got the obamacare thank god and got really good insurance and paid the extra money right and it started me on my journey of and i i, I gotta tell you i know everybody's like hmo's better you know all of your stuff's in one spot or kaiser's great If you have something that's chronic that you don't know what the fuck it is, you need to get a PPO, because then you don't have to get a referral. You just pick your fucking doctors, and you pick the best doctors you can find. And I lucked out, and all of my doctors are in the top five in the country. Mm. And they figure that shit out as fast as possible. You do have to wait six months to see some of them. Yeah. And then you get an opportunity to feel better than you ever have in, like, 30 years.
0: Yeah. And that's like having the confidence to know. Right. Like well, and the then 2K, so okay.
1: yeah. So I'm I'm gonna I do the re, I do the chemotherapy to crash my immune system, mm. and as strange as it sounds, that's normal, the only
0: thing they got to do that. There's oh, a, that's
1: the starter. If that I'm doesn't work, it's even ch- worse.
0: But <laughs> there's no herbal. There's no nothing herb, herbalistic that you well, can take to do that.
1: When I found out what was wrong, I called a friend of mine who's like a blood doping guy for athletes and celebrities. And he was like, I told you you had autoimmune. You look like shit now. You used to be skinny and hot. And now look at you. And I'm like, yeah, I know. A doctor the fuck told you, do? you that? Uh, he's a friend of mine. He's a dick.
0: <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I
1: mean, I love him because he's a good person, but like that outer shell. Like, my friend is, I'm not going to mention his name because he'll be all ass hurt, but he's like the water inside here, fluid and wonderful and good for you. But the outside is fucking protected by bullshit. That's him. That's the bullshit. Ain't that you have
0: to get most there. motherfucking human being?
1: Uh, no. No, most. I think we're getting to the point now we realize we got to be good and we got to be real, otherwise, it's a waste of time. Oh, right. He does.
0: Don't be mad at the man for being honest.
1: No, I'm not. And that was the thing. Anyway. He, he put me on a magic diet where on top of the chemo, and had I not been strict about it with taking my medications, medications, yeah, <laughs> I would feel like shit. But today, I feel like, I mean, on my pain scale for me, I'm like at a one. On a pain scale for a normal person, it's probably a three or four. Mm. Uh, but I, it's a great day today. I'm just really tired because, you know.
0: I feel you, babe. Dragon. dragon. Yeah, yeah. So can
1: we get to funny topics now? Because we got, so basically, yeah, people wear your fucking mask, you don't know who's walking around like me, looking healthy, and then it turns out they're actually really sick, and then you accidentally kill them.
0: Okay? Yeah. Yeah, I might need to put my mask on back now. You talking about y'all was masked up, I might need to be sitting up in masks mask with your ass right now. Well,
1: it's just weird, like, you don't, everyone looks healthy, we don't know who's what, and there's so many people like me who are sick, and, you know, and that's the weird thing about dating, everybody too.
0: Everybody looks sick to me. Well, mental illness doesn't me. count. Well, that could kill you, too. It's <laughs> killing more motherfuckers than anything else. I mean, how's your
1: like. dating life been? Huh? Yeah, since COVID started. That's this good. This
0: has been a rough goddamn year <laughs> all the way around. But, um, you know, there's some things I like about it. I mean, I I, I miss the um, the freedom to be able to go where I want. when You know, that shit there. I don't know if that's going to ever come back. This started on March the twelfth, but all the shutdowns and the restrictions, I don't know, so some of that shit I've missed, but a lot of this shit i you know I ain't got much of a problem with how things are going down.
1: Well, to be honest weird. with you well i i'm I'm a little broken hearted because it's like this is the year that the dick died. Cause,
0: like, it damn sure that I'm glad you bought that up, because I damn sure ain't got, I ain't shit. Nobody's
1: hooking up. have
0: even thought about no goddamn sexist, goddamn marches, they shut this shit down. And all this Labor Day weekend coming up, all my this friends calling me, people that i met at this comedy show we did in Marina Del Rey Saturday, sending me all these pictures of exotic women, they going down to Mexico for Labor Day weekend, that's... So this shit, hey, they, they deliver pussy like pizza. They'll be there 30 minutes of free. If it ain't then 30 <laughs> minutes, it'll be free. It's like, motherfuckers, y'all crazy. I ain't trying to live with no goddamn body right now. If you can get this shit through eye juice, snot, and spit, you can't tell me that goddamn sexual juices can't give it to you. So, nah, I ain't, um, I've been too scared. I ain't even masturbated.
1: Oh, well, that's, so, you, know, you know,
0: I'm 51 years old, death? babe. sex is not that, <laughs> it is not that big of a deal to me. I can go on strike in 2020, I think, I got some pussy back in January of this year, but, you know, for the most part, hell, I've been like I was 15, I didn't start screwing, me. I was 16, but I went back to like I was 15, and I really don't miss it. I'll still talk shit to women, and she'll tell you that. But when it get down to it, if you told me to take my drawers over, I'd probably start crying. I'm, I'm actually scatterpussy right now.
1: Well, because it's you, you don't want to get the cooties. These no, are the weird you don't cooties. Get that. I tell people all the time. Like I'll go. I've gone on like two or three dates, in this whole thing, and and you just sit there and you stare at the other person with your mask, and you're like <laughs> examining them from head to toe. Are their shoes clean? Are their nails clean? I mean, do they look like they shot? Like, and then you ask them, Do you have kids? And in my age range and your age range, everybody's got fucking kids. And you're like, do you have kids? Yeah, well, how old are they? Oh, well, they're teenagers, but they're good kids. Are they, they really? They don't lie. Oh no, my kids are angels. Listen, every fucking teenager lies. I don't know if your fucking kid's not out wearing his mask, coming back, giving you the cooties. And the next thing you know, you give me the cooties and I don't got a flea collar that's gonna bounce your fucking cooties off of me. Uh-huh.
0: Well, I know a lot of young people, man, their parents won't even let. One of my friends called me uh, back in San Francisco. He's trying to get back home. Cause he um, lost his job up there, but he was trying to. You're like, man, I need a place to stay. You know, I find an apartment there. It's like, oh, bro, I really ain't can I, nothing I can do to help you on that. But your mom's still living, Carson, don't you? Man, my mom ain't fucking with nobody. There are a lot of you, a lot of people's mom and parents, and they and you got to look at it like that because they are elderly. And your parents, ain't fucking with you doing this yet because nobody really knows.
1: Right. And nobody wants. And this, like, bullshit of, like, oh, we're going to have a vaccine by November 1st. Listen, I'm not trusting anything that's vaccine related to that orange Cheeto because (laughs) that fucking asshole's going to be You really don't
0: like him, do you?
1: He's going to be every minority (laughs) in the world line up for this. I'll be like, "Uh, back off, motherfucker, back off.
0: Aye, right, but he, really, is he the one doing it? He said hydrochloric would work.
1: Oh, my God, and that's he said shit.
0: drinking bleach would work. But that oh.
1: hydrochloric, <laughs> that's what people with lupus and rheumatoid take. And that was what really sucked is I have neighbors who are rheumatoid arthritis, and that was their medication. And when that motherfucker came out with that bullshit, they couldn't get their meds anymore, so there they are. One of them had a heart attack because we're at high risk for heart attack.
0: But there's, you don't think, you say you have to take it for the, the arthritis, arthritis, you don't think that it could help with the cold if you've got that No, food?
1: no, because it what it does is it crashes your immune system. So if you get COVID, you want your immune system to be working. Oh, so these okay. drugs we take crash our immune system. This motherfucker's saying, hey, take this, and he doesn't even know what it's all about. So it can cause people to get... Heart attacks, people with diabetes have issues. It's not like, oh, maybe it'll work. It's a malaria drug. And, you know, you don't take malaria drugs unless you're planning on being in a place where you're going to get malaria, possibly, and you don't do it for long-term effects. So this fucker's just... I'm telling you, the man is like, if he is not... Like, he sold his soul to the devil. And if he didn't, the motherfucker has Employee of the Month parking right now. (laughs)
0: So let's go ahead and tell us how you really feel about it, Gwen, you just.
1: Dude, I'm telling you. I, I was at dinner right after he got elected, and I was, in, uh, I was at this restaurant t- called The Station that has this like pretty fish tank.
0: Uh.
1: And so it's a, a bit expensive, and I took a friend of mine for dinner, and there was these four Chinese guys sitting right by us. And so one of them started talking to me, and then I started talking to all of them, because I chat. And three of them were bakers, and one was once some famous sommelier, right? Hmm. So, and they were assholes. Oh, well, not all of them. But anyways, so like, for example, the one from China was a real dick. He's like, why don't you have our friend pick out a bottle of wine for you? You know, he's a very famous someone. And I said, I'd be happy to do that if he plans on paying for it. You said it
0: like that?
1: Yeah. I'm like, yeah, if he wants to pay for it, he can pick any bottle he want.
0: Mm.
1: Well, no, no. So anyway, so I asked one of them, what would you guys do today? He's like, oh, we went and played golf on Trump's course. And I said, oh, is it as hard as Pebble Beach? Mm. He's like, never been. I said, oh, okay, I've never been to that course. Then the dickhead across from him, from China, well, because they're all Chinese. One lived in China, the other lived in Irvine, the other one lived in Beverly Hills. And the Beverly Hills one was the nicest. So the dick from China says, well, what do you think of your president? I'm like, dude, not my president. He's like, oh, yes, he is. I said, listen, didn't vote for him, not my option. He's like, no. He's your president. You have to respect him. Even though he doesn't do respectable things, you have to respect him even though he's unpresidential. I said, let me tell you something real quick. As soon as you pull Putin's dick out of his mouth, I would be so (laughs) happy to respect him. (laughs) The guy got so fucking mad. His friends couldn't stop laughing. The guy turned his head from me and wouldn't even look at me the rest of the evening. And I was fine with that because I told you, don't poke the bear.
0: Mm. So when did it start Mm. with you with him? You know with he, me and
1: the Trump factor? I just uh, don't, like,
0: when he said grab him by the pussy or
1: something. No, no, I've never I mean, liked uh,
0: you're not one before he even came president. No, I really I didn't have too many he had too many people having anything to say anything bad about Trump before he came president.
1: Oh, that's so, not true.
0: Like I had to well, I, I don't not to get personal in your business if you had any personal experiences with him.
1: Well, I'll get to it. So I've had friends who know him and yeah, had I'm him I'm talking for, about
0: you. Yeah.
1: Well, I had a chance to actually go have a personal experience with him, and I said, no, fuck no, I'm not interested. Because I'm not into anybody who lies like that. I, I, I'm i not a good with lying. I'm not good with people who So you, you turned down a
0: chance to, 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 to be with Donald Trump.
1: I turned down a chance to meet him. I would not be with him. It wouldn't even, it wouldn't oh, even be an option. I'd like
0: to hear about some of these other fellas that you gave a shot at it.
1: Well, I have, what would you like to hear about?
0: I really, really. You—it's t- almost like you that girlfriend of mine telling me I would. I I, I I wouldn't fuck Barack Obama. He's not my type. I like dark-skinned men. It's like, bitch, you fucking me. How the fuck are you gonna tell me you you wouldn't fuck Barack just because he likes getting women? Lie pretty much. Well, about, maybe
1: she likes little ears, and you have nice little ears, and Barack has big ears. Maybe it's an ear thing. To do
0: with it. She was saying that she like dark-skinned dudes, Wesley Slice, that type of thing. I would never fuck Barack Obama. He's, he's high yellow. It's, what fuck are you talking about? I mean, that's ridiculous. If you're fucking me and you you wouldn't fuck the President of the United States, I ain't got no business fucking you, because you're stupid.
1: Well, I wouldn't want to, who would want to, well, okay, Barack is different. He's He's got some swagger to him. So yeah, if his wife wasn't gonna beat the fuck Before out of Trump you. Before Trump
0: started looking like this is 70, you go back 30, 40 years ago, people, women thought he was a nice looking guy and he was a billionaire. Now, because he I wasn't a up, nice person When I grew up, I don't person, remember though. nobody saying nothing bad about that dude, but man. But he
1: was never a nice person. That's
0: the whole thing. Okay, so he's an asshole.
1: Like I personally, me being for me, an
0: asshole, I can't really be mad at nobody being being an asshole.
1: But see, I don't date assholes. I don't even try to have you assholes in my circle. You've never
0: dated an asshole in your life, when?
1: I've dated assholes. You just told and me, me a doctor
0: got Told me you just described the doctor here that was an but asshole. I didn't date
1: him. I haven't slept with him.
0: All right. Maybe you want to pull out a pad and keep up with your lies up here
1: dude, I don't lie at all, so I'd be happy to to, to go this game. (laughs) I I tell the truth even if it hurts. Uh, But the problem is I'll be vague. If I don't want to hurt somebody's feelings, or if I'm gonna, like, uh, I'll be vague, but I won't lie. If I'm cornered, I'll tell the truth, whether I like it or not.
0: Okay. That's very admirable of you to say.
1: Well, no, I just, it's too hard to remember fucking lies. Like, you tell one lie, you gotta remember the other ten.
0: Exactly. So why tell one? We can agree with that. We can agree with that. Now, Obviously, since you detest him so bad, you're going to go ahead and vote with a retarded motherfucker that's coming across like Forrest Gump. And he's picked the. Uh,
1: Can I just tell you, here, I was wanting to vote for Bloomberg. That was where I was like, like, Bloomberg or Kamala Harris. But then Kamala Harris was like too cocky in the beginning, and I was like, well, shit. And then I'm like, oh my God, Biden's fucking up. Like, the only way he's going to have a shot is if he brings Kamala in, because at least she knows the law backwards I and really forwards. I really believe
0: they did it like that on purpose, man, to guarantee Trump wins.
1: I don't think so. And I, I certainly pray that that doesn't happen, because if that does, like, the civil unrest that's this going on now is going to be worse.
0: election is going to tell you something bad. Oh,
1: it's already. If
0: he wins again...
1: <laughs> well, we just won't have a democracy. It'll be over. Because he's already decided that... He, he's already been talking about how he's going to be president for 12 years.
0: And He ain't he... going to even live that long. And if he wins this time, he's he, he looking for the Kennedy treatment. I mean, if they do it... <laughs> If these people are doing all this type of shit to get you out into it, an election process, bro, if you do win again, I don't see him making it in no four years, man. But every I... pre- another four years, every president that goes in there, you know what they show them? They show them a film of John F. Kennedy. Meaning, bro, there's a protocol for you to go by, and if you try to veer off of that, this shit could happen to you.
1: Yeah, but if he's been veering so far, I don't know how he's even still there
0: okay well but well, right. that's
1: one of those things we got to be careful about what we talk about because i don't feel like having my phone tapped
0: <laughs> well you think it already ain't
1: i know that that uh there's a lot of stuff that goes on and i can't dip my that's toe into that direction
0: i so far we are so far down on the totem pole this is not this has nothing to do with me or you these are powerful people that are in place that they don't tap their phones. But so
1: you're talking about the, what is it, the, the QAnons?
0: I, the, the, let's talk the about the 1% that controls shit.
1: So you're talking about the QAnon, because that's like the conspiracy. The QAnon conspiracy where it's like the 1% controls everybody, and everybody's drink one, they, you got to drink kids' bloods, and anyone who votes against Trump is a devil worshiper, and they are satanists.
0: That's, that's all this type of shit. That that, that has that's, a lot to do with this, uh, that's the boy all Q-anon. that... Uh, uh, what's this boy, uh, Jeffrey uh, Epstein? That They see a lot of uh, d- um, Democrats and stuff. Have you watched that documentary? But I've been hearing about this for a while. That, that well, Epstein
1: everybody dude, knew Jeffrey was
0: who He has a lot of dirt on a whole lot of people doing sick shit. Right. Like, you're right, drinking kids' blood, thinking it's going to help them stay younger and all that but type of bullshit. I,
1: I don't know if he's got anything like that. It, and, and nobody knows because They don't dead. know what he got. Right. But nobody knows, like... The one thing is like, and this is, I tell people this all the time, because I ask people like, well, how are you feeling about the virus? What do you think about the mask? And they're like, well, I believe in God, and God is going to, you know, keep me safe, and I'll get it and get through where I won't. Here's the deal. God created science. I believe in God. I'm Catholic. I'm happy to be Catholic. I'm not going to push my beliefs on anybody else, but God created science because he knew we were too fucking stupid to figure things out. So God created science. God created these people with these brains that were so big, they were not be able to socially interact with people, but they were able to create things that were going to help us. So God created science. Had God not created science, we wouldn't have these microphones to talk on, we wouldn't have our cars to drive, we wouldn't have all kinds of shit. So God did create science and because we are too stupid to figure things out.
0: We're still pretty stupid with science. (laughs) we're
1: stupid with science if we're choosing to believe things that aren't real like if you go from what is scientific and science is always changing it's like one of those things it's always changing just like the universe the universe is ever expanding it's ever
0: expanding the more shit you learn the more things you learn you don't know
1: right and that's the thing it's like that's you it's like you open one door and take a step in and then you see there's like 15 other rooms to go in
0: Mm -hmm. so all you can do is ignorance is bliss
1: that's well I don't know if it's bliss but they do make that claim
0: well, it is, because yeah. you're never going to know. You're never going to be omniscient or omnipresent around here. So if you're constantly striving for knowledge, I'd say you, you, you have a well, lot. Well, nobody's going to gonna be
1: omnipotent. You're right. But omnipotent is what, exactly what Trump wants to be. He wants to be like God. And omnipotent is like being all-knowing in God.
0: Is there anything wrong with him striving to be that way?
1: But he, you if you're going to strive to be something, be something that has compassion at the base of it, not how to strip people of their rights and try to cause more chaos and havoc.
0: You really think he's any differently than the other 44? Maybe they just sugar-coated it. Maybe he's. They, they, maybe they all feel that way, but some just do it with a smile. No. I've always had more respect for somebody who lets me know where they come from, as opposed to smiling in my face, and you don't mean me no good.
1: But that's exactly what Trump's doing to everybody. He, he smiles in the that, face. You and said, says that's that
0: the key word right there. He's smiled, everybody.
1: He's trying smiling everybody. He ain't but, pulling
0: back off. Of, he ain't, he doesn't discriminate.
1: Unfortunately, though. The laws were set in place that he's not supposed to be collecting any money while he's working for many of the companies. However, he's making sure that everybody has to utilize his company. So every time he has somebody come over, they have to go to Mar-a-Lago. Or they were making sure that anytime anyone flew over, the vice president flew over Seuss, they had to stop at his his uh, golf resort in Ireland, right? So I, I know people from Ireland. They're like, we fucking hate him. We keep saying we don't <laughs> want him here. This motherfucker comes in and disturbs everything. Everybody's like protesting him. Yeah. And, like, here's a prime example. Like, you say this COVID thing started in March, right? That's bullshit, because I was actually in Europe. I was. I didn't say
0: it started. I said the shutdown happened here.
1: Right, we but know it it's should,
0: been going on. It should have been shut down. That's just COVID-19. Where is 18, 17, 16, 15, so 14, I, now, I was so. in
1: Europe. I went to Venice because I saw Venice was, like, flooded out, and so I got my tickets early, so that way when it dried out, I could go. So I decided to go in January. Yeah. So how I missed patient zero, I don't know, because I got back on the 24th of January. So I happened to be in, in, I went to Venice first, and I went to Chalmany, France, to go into a glacier cave and go skiing. But uh, in the meantime, I spend the whole time hearing everybody in the world hate Americans because they hate Trump, and they think we all wanted him elected. I'm like, I swear to God, that's not true. I run into other Americans, they're like, oh my God, we're going broke, buying people drinks, because we keep telling them it's not true, and they keep calling us a liar, and they keep saying we want him, and we're like, we don't want him. I'm like, I hear my pain. That dude followed me from town to town like a dirty, fucking infested, diseased <laughs> herpes dick. Like, every fucking place. It was horrible, right? So <laughs> I finally get the fuck out of, like, I, I get out of Geneva. Finally, I miss my flag because I, I had a whatever. And I get into, I'm in, um, I fly into Munich, right? Mm. So I'm in Munich, and I'm in this the Star Lounge, and they have this real pretty, like, window where you can watch the force. It's so pretty. And all of a sudden, I see seven fighter jets. And I'm like, oh, fucking A, I just oh, want to go no. home. I thought Germany was at peace with everybody. I thought they're neutral. And then I see seven more, I'm like, this can't be fucking happening. And then I hear people say, oh, he's here, he's here. And I was like, what? And I'm at the window and they show up with their cameras. So I turn on my phone and here comes fucking Air Force One around the corner. I'm like, I can't fucking escape this piece of shit. Like he's like fucking soul plane coming around the corner. I swear to God, if I squinted, I would have seen his ass cheeks in the window at me saying, you just can't get away from me. I was recording the whole thing, and then ironically, I hear the shit that I'm saying, and I know if I say this, and anybody on Facebook watches me, I'm probably less a lot of people now, but they're going to be like, ah, oh, because oh, I have friends that I grew up with that are, like, think he's God. And I'm like, Oh So, anyway, so I'm like, oh, I can't fucking believe this. And then I asked them, I said, oh, you guys like him? They're like, oh, my God, we hate him. I said, what? They're like, we'll never see Air Force One again, at least before he paints it. I was like, no shit.
0: <laughs> you seem like you got a panther right. against gets divorced from so,
1: so then he went, everybody. His, so black then he went people,
0: to everybody, white people. He seems like your passion against him is worse.
1: Well, the then, right? well he's a, so then he goes off to Zurich. It
0: is. Then I mean, he should lose in a landslide this November. Then right.
1: Well, he's so then he goes off to Zurich because that's where they're having the meeting f- mm. what that he wasn't invited to. So now I'm in London and I'm in the Star Lounge in London and mm. I'm watching the monitor because they like to change your flights. You got to pay attention. And on January twenty third. He comes on and he's like, "America has the best water in the world. We don't have any water problems. Our air quality's best. No other country has stuff like we have." And I'm like, "Oh my God, this motherfucker's forgotten about Flint, Michigan. What's he talking about?" Right. So as soon as he says that, they interrupt him, and it's a, a news bulletin from the World Health Organization saying that uh, China has just released that they have a virus, a COVID virus 19, that. Uh, has from Wuhan that has, they've been unable to contain and they're worried it's going to be a pandemic and they're putting the world on notice. Mm. And I was like, fuck. And they're like, it's a contagion. They can't seem to be controlled and they're having high losses. All of a sudden every 150, 200 people in the room turn around and we're all looking for someone Chinese. Like, where the fuck is the Chinese person? So I come home and I'm home for two weeks. I don't hear anything about this virus. And I'm like, that's weird. And then, then I, have a, I see a news brief where they're briefing him and they say, hey, so uh, what do you think about this COVID virus coming out of Wuhan, China? He's like, ah, it's a hoax. It was made up by the Democrats. I'm like, no, motherfucker. They interrupted you. I saw it. It's as real as it gets. I can't believe you're calling this a hoax. Now I'm going, why, why is it, what's happening? And then I start reading more about it. And I'm like, this is going to get bad. And it did.
0: Yeah, and it's about to get worse. we going to. Come back here because we get ready to go. It's September, baby. We about to hit in the fall. We ain't really. If this shit is real, you ain't seen the worst of it. Flu season is coming up. I know. Yeah, but well, we gonna take a quick little break here, and we'll be right back. Can with we Ms. talk about funny things Perez. when we get back? Yeah, well, you've had that chance. If you chose to talk about dramatic shit, that's on you. You've been talking to the first thirty minutes though. So. You didn't bring up anything funny. That's on you.
1: Okay, we'll bring up funny. But
0: we'll be right back after this break and see Miss Perez's funny side when she, you know, does really know what she feels about Trump. <laughs> we'll be right back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, here to Town, with my guest, guest Miss Gwendolyn Perez. And, um,
1: Funny stuff now, right? Yeah,
0: he was pretty good out there at Marina last week.
1: Well, thank you. Um, so Tough I- crowd,
0: though, doing stuff outside during the daytime. Comedy is normally done at night. This was in the middle of the day.
1: But and, I did feel uh, safe, though. It was like I felt safe on stage after I wiped the microphone down with the Lysol wipe.
0: Oh, you did one of the ones that did that. Yeah, that was me. Yeah, well, there was enough filth going on out there for you to do that as well. Some of the stuff that was said should have been sprayed down. But uh, all in all, it was pretty good. Yeah. But this it's rough on us now. Shows are shut down now. you got to perform at Brennan's and Marina del This It really is a, a turtle racing bar. You know, that's what they do. I, yeah. They race turtles there.
1: It's, it's as white and as Irish as it gets over there. And it's very it, young Did you very notice young how
0: many people were bringing their dogs in?
1: Yeah, it's very dog-friendly.
0: That's what they say. But I'm, I, I, that was a new one on me. Boy, you ever been to a club where people just walk up with their dogs? I can see you going, huh?
1: That's a white person this thing. This club, it is. <laughs>
0: it's um, a dog. You walk with a dog, you got to be blind or something. You got to help, dog. These people were standing in line with their goddamn dogs just walking them. in, And they was all little pooches and everything.
1: Well, not even little ones. They were big dogs, too. But they
0: was little, they was bitch-ass dogs. You know, like, if this is the case, can I bring my pit bull in there? Your dog has to be, he has to be friendly with the other dog. No, they got to be friendly with him. They can bring their dog in here. I'm bringing my pit next week.
1: Well, I feel that way. My dog has a hard time sometimes with other dogs. I just feel like what the other dogs dog are assholes. Uh, my dog, she's a Jack Russell
0: Terrier. Okay.
1: She's like me. We both have big chests.
0: Well, if she got a chest like yours, she's got to be, how many puppies did she have? She didn't have any. Okay, well, we're not going to even go there. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: actually got my dog for my cat because my cat is a fighter and he's a badass.
0: I can't stand cats
1: cats are awesome I don't
0: like they too fickle, they just like y'all. One minute, a goddamn cat will come nestling all up under you, all like they love you to death, and the next day, the bitch scowl at you. That's why they call them to...
1: pussies, because they're just like women. Yeah,
0: well, a dog, well, I guess that has something to do with it. A Maybe that's is... why
1: you get a cat, so you could train yourself on how to behave no, with I a I woman, want right? I don't
0: no goddamn cat. I can't stand them. Oh. Well, even, I'll ask the cat a,
1: down the hall how they feel about you.
0: Well, uh, even a dog. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not going to have a little pooch dog or anything. Any dog that I got damn hell with me is going to earn his keep. You got to defend me. If I'm feeding you, you better bite somebody if they try to hurt me.
1: Why is anybody try to hurt you, though?
0: Because that's the world we live in. No.
1: Well, I hope nobody tries to you hurt you. You
0: wouldn't want your, would your dog bite Trump.
1: My dog, she'd probably bite and then shit on him. And okay, I, well, I'd give her a high pop. Go,
0: okay, well, now you get you, the point. You see, you
1: brought him up again. I okay, said, we can well, talk well, about just funny stuff. I'm trying to give
0: you a point. Yeah, why would anybody try to hurt you? That's life.
1: I, mean, I thought we were going to funny stuff. Let's get a. It is.
0: Stuff. Well, it depends. We and you got two different types of humor, babe. I'm more of a darker type. Figuratively, and literally, you know, so. You okay. Know, your style is your style. Do, Do you have any sty- kids? No. But I'm supposed to have nine. Six miscarriages and three abortions. And there's one abortion I really regret because that bitch is rich today. I wish (laughs) I'd have talked (laughs) her into heaven and instead of saying, we've only been knowing each other three weeks, maybe we should take a little bit of time That's the only one I really regret. But the six miscarriages, that fucks with you. Because the oldest one would have been like 34, nine, who knows what kind of kids I would have had. I'm a great father, I done raised, I don't know how many other motherfuckers' children to be productive citizens, but my own, no, I don't have, none.
1: Well, maybe that's why, it's like you were supposed to share with so many other people that uh, having your own child would have taken you away from sharing from the people that would have needed it more.
0: It would have taken me away from me. It damn sure would have alleviated some of my selfishness, because when you have that, then you, you have to be there. Anybody else's kid, I can come by and say this and say that and get the fuck on. But when it's your own kid, you got to be there every day, every night, every morning for 18 years and sometimes longer. And that's another thing once the hook's in
1: your mouth, it's there forever. My daughter's 32 now.
0: And you still ain't got rid of her?
1: Well, she lives in her own place, but I mean, when I gave birth to my daughter, she sucked all the compassion out of me while she was at it. Wow. (laughs) I'd say that's dark humor, wouldn't you?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. What did suck the compassion out of you?
1: Well, I mean, I just think like when you raise kids it's very, it's, it can be very taxing on you, and like kids nowadays they have a different perspective than I th- the millennials are they're an interesting brood i'll tell you, a very interesting brood. I love my daughter very dearly i'm very proud of her she, she's got a great job, she's got a great place to live, she's a dog she adores you know but now,
0: how do you get along with a father, the kid's father
1: Oh i don't get along with. Her. Sometimes, you know, sometimes See, Social Security is better than actually having to visit them.
0: Okay, well, that, that's the thing right there. See, you uh, mentioned something earlier, and I told you I was on, we was on the same page but with that about how you bring kids into the world.
1: Yeah, no, I, and I. that's why I, I say all the time, like, learn from my, let me be the cautionary tale. Mm. Because to be a good parent, like, this is my opinion, but I think if you're going to be a good parent, like, you can't really be dating a whole lot because you get, your focus should be on your kids, not on like every other one person that's coming around. Like it's hard. Like you got to be on top of them. You know, kids aren't supposed to be your friends until they're they have their shit together. You're their parent. Like you're not supposed to be their buddy. They're not supposed to be getting fucking loaded in front of you. They're supposed to like you know when they're an adult and they can take care of themselves. Then yeah, great. But until then, you, you're supposed to be the boundaries, reminding them why they're supposed to be a good person.
0: Yeah. And I know a lot of parents do that. I've seen parents get drunk with their kids. They get older now but smoke weed with their kids. It's like I never had that. My mom, dad my mom my dad's a minister for seventy years. They was married for sixty nine years before she passed away. Wasn't no such thing as having no drink or smoking nothing with them. But I don't have any kids. But I wonder if if that might with my son. I just don't know if I can sit down and um get blasted with my daughter or anything like that. But who knows? I mean, if they're in their 20s or their 30s, maybe that might be a cool little thing that I will never experience. But I've seen so many parents get blasted with their kids.
1: Well, it's too bad they don't have like rent a kid, where you could like rent somebody else's kid. Like I'd like to rent an adult kid who has their shit together.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much what I did. And there should be a day for motherfuckers like me, because you got Father's Day and you got Mother's Day, but there's no motherfuckers' day.
1: Are you sure there's not?
0: There's not a motherfuckers' day. It, it's not a national holiday. A, a motherfuckers' day. Someone who fucks mothers, fucks women with kids, and help that woman take care of their kids for whatever reason. Maybe the guy, the dad, is not there. Maybe he died, or maybe he's just, maybe he's in jail. But there's no special day for a guy like me that can raise kids with women that. Whoever they hit the kid with this sorry motherfucker with is no longer in their life. And another thing is um, you you have to gauge people. It's like, like such as, um, like on my side, my mom and my dad. As my dad has, the, they have the physical ailments, like heart disease and diabetes and all that shit. I ain't got none of that shit, but hell, I'm still living. Out of my eight brothers and sisters, shit like four or five of them got diabetes. That hard shit that's that's there, but ain't none of it really hit me yet. Now on my mother's side, physically them motherfuckers healthy as hell, but they got the mental illness shit going. Isn't
1: it interesting? And like that it's affected one or the all other? of
0: us. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Before you just get together and have a kid with somebody, man, you got to look at all those. You got to look at the factors of a person's medical history and all that shit before oh, that's, you just that's lay key. down and have yeah. a child with somebody.
1: Yeah, I like knowing what's going. All of my stuff is actually genetic. Mm. So had I known that, I would never want anybody to go through this. I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy at all. It's not. But, you know, kids, I always laugh. Like, I tell people all the time, like, the only reason why we let kids live through their teenage years is because one day we might need an organ. Yeah. It's like, don't drink and drive. We don't say that because we care about you. We Don't use a condom. Don't do drugs. It's because I need that fucking kidney. So don't put the drink down. Bring it to me. You've well, driven it you to
0: you me. Up <laughs> me and you'd be fucked up if I was you, kid. And uh, you'd be awfully selfish if you would ask me for that. I mean, I used to do a bit about that. It's like if my mother was 87 when she passed, my dad is 95. And I mean, bro, you're 95 right now, and you needed a kidney at 95. If you'd ask your 51-year-old son to give you his kidney, to give you a few more years, then I wouldn't have no problem with telling you hell no. Well,
1: you know, and that's the thing is, like, um, like I have a squirrely kidney right now, and uh, I wouldn't want to ask anybody for a kidney i would want i'm like i'm trying to live my life to like a full pleasure and enjoyment and i want to experience everything i can because i figure like that's what our job is in life is to really live and enjoy our life without treating people badly or doing things that are causing harm to people
0: yeah but eventually you got to go about it this, you know, plan and then either. when it's
1: time, it's time.
0: Yeah, you just hope it's peaceful. and It ain't about going as high. Oh you going no,
1: I want it quick and over. Yeah. <laughs> and no, this like sleep, long, man. drawn out, peaceful yeah. shit. Yeah. God, just make it quick and fast. Well, <laughs> it's just gonna go hurt. to
0: sleep and don't wake up. That's about just, the best way. You yeah, can but what about the up.
1: person who finds you? My grandma and I had this talk. My grandma died at 105 and a half, and she was the baby Ooh. of 18 kids, <laughs> and she was spunky as hell. And she was like, she used to tell me, you know, I used to be a five-footer. I said, what were you standing on, boxes? <laughs> like, you were never a five-footer. <laughs> and when I did her, her eulogy, I was like, yeah, she claimed she was a five-footer. I think she just thought that because she was so busy trying to listen to everybody else's conversations. Uh. But I told her one time, she was being a shit, and I said, you know what? Don't you ever feel bad? I think she was like at 98 or 99. Don't you ever feel bad about all those kids that had to give up their, die young so you could have their extra years? And she's like... Not at all. I deserved it more than they did. And I was like, damn it. I can't even argue that point. She, oh, you get
0: cause
1: it. Because it's like she did. And, and she's like, I was saying, I said, you know, I want to die in a plane crash. She's like, oh, I wouldn't want to do that. I said, well, yeah, because then Cami will get money. We don't have to worry about a funeral. Everybody's grieving together. And she's like, oh, no, no. To know what's going to happen. She's like, I want to go in my sleep in my house. I said, why? Then somebody has to find you. I said, eh, that's their problem for looking. It's like, yeah, oh, oh,
0: oh, oh. find you all stinking and rocking. Yeah, they and all just this find dick.
1: you. It's like, who's the oh, what about oh, the person I, who I, comes I, up I, on I'd you? I'd rather
0: go out that way than go out in a plane crash.
1: Why not? A plane is great. You could call everybody, send in the mess. Listen, you fucking bitch. I never oh, told you babe, this, but that you're an is asshole.
0: Thirty or forty seconds of horroring goddamn agony that I don't want to go through. And I thought about it. That's why I try to make sure whenever I get on a plane, it's in the back of the plane. But I always make sure I sit next to a woman. <laughs> just in case it goes down, I want to catch some woman screaming with her mouth wide open.
1: You just want to throw something in there.
0: I'm going. You better be- hope <laughs> she's a short bitch. I'm going to throw my <laughs> dick in her mouth.
1: You better hope she's a that's, short th- bitch. That's
0: the way they'll find me.
1: <laughs> Otherwise, you're gonna have to stand on your seat and then you're gonna have to hold uh, on to something. Are you
0: screaming and grinding, this motherfucker going down. I'm going to try to put my dick in your mouth. I you mean, know, I was I on a plane that, left that left almost ahead. crashed. I've would been on a, a gang of goddamn flights from hell, but then you know when you no, keep no, going. No, no, not
1: flights from hell. Like the engine stopped. And we dropped several times okay i was like my grandmother had died and my dad had chartered a plane to fly back to colorado springs and my mom was like eight months pregnant i think eight or nine months pregnant and uh maybe eight anyways so we're flying and out of nowhere the engines we hit an air pocket and the the plane dropped well then after the pocket the engine stopped and then we fell And then we started back up, and we started climbing again, and then the engines gave out again, and we fell again. And this was back when Pikes Peak had, I don't know if you know about Pikes Peak, but they had a thing called NORAD in there where they would shoot. the missiles were set up to shoot out in case it was during the Cold War. So we actually had to get permission to fly over Pikes Peak because we couldn't make it around it because we couldn't get, we were crashing. So when we finally came back around, like this drop-and-go drop, and the luggage was flying through the plane, my mom's screaming, my brother's like freaking out and I What
0: were you doing? I was just calm, ready to crash. I think since that's the way honestly, you want to go out.
1: No, on in all truth I like I'm weird about stuff like when it comes to panic moments I get super calm and I just kind of like if there's I like my mind's not quite understanding what's happening. Now when it's emotional stuff then I'm, I'm my that's different. I'm big emotional. Mm. But so when we landed like they had the ambulance there waiting for us and I had blood pouring out of my ears cuz we had busted my eardrums. And it was just like a crazy scene. Oh, those, those uh, only one. I've had other crazy flights flying too. flying
0: with you anywhere. If I ever walk on a plane and <laughs> see you on there, I'm getting the fuck off. Well, you know. Uh, at almost. least it's an
1: exciting story.
0: Yeah, it is. But uh, well, I'm, I'm not flying anywhere like you. You pretty much like Denzel Washington when he was the captain on that plane, getting on that snorting cocaine, drinking alcohol, and Listen. doing all the time, Just ready to, just don't care. So I, I, I do
1: care, th- I just know that like If
0: you want to go out in the plane crash, babe I've never, I, that's the that's new one on me I, anyway.
1: I think that would be the best way to go Because it's so fast Like I wouldn't want to go out So I, I was in Mexico I was in Mexico not too long ago And I was at a wedding And uh, I went out with these strangers That I met at the resort Me oh. and a couple other girls And so we went to Rosarita We were in, I don't know, whatever we were at So we went to Rosarita to go bar hopping And how that all happened is I was waiting for these girlfriends and we were going to get a cab to go in. And uh, I walked by this guy and I was like, oh, that's expensive cologne. That's very, I know that one. So I turned around and started talking to the guy and he's very handsome and so we're all chatting it up. So he's there with his, his vice president of his company and he had flown out like 50 families for this big vacation at this resort. Anyways, so we all go into town and they end up getting piles of coke. So I have ADHD and I don't ever do drugs because it doesn't work on me. So they're all like, oh, let's do the Coke. I'm like, what the fuck? Why not? It'll just give me a good night's sleep. So we're all like doing time to
0: Coke. <laughs> you took Coke to go to sleep?
1: Well, yeah, because when, <laughs> when you have ADHD, you have the opposite effect on drugs. So it actually makes me relax. get dokie. So we're having like drinking, having fun. They're like, why, is your, why are you slowing down? Like your, your speech is slowing down. It's getting calmer and calmer. Like do more, do more. I'm like, sure, why not? Like, I don't care. I'll sleep good. So into the night i go back to my room and i have this thing i do all the time when i go on a vacation is like i i think i'm like a wwf wrestler and i go dive bomb on the bed every time i walk in because it's hilarious to me so i did that this time and i fucking missed the bed and hit the edge of it and it flew me up and i hit my head on the side of the corner of the table and then i hit the tile on the floor and i was laying there going oh fuck, man i can't die if i die here Then they're going to say, your mom died of a drug overdose. And my daughter's going to say, no, my mom doesn't do any drugs. That would never happen. So I have to live through this night just so my daughter doesn't have to think that something happened and somebody drugged me because i got to die naturally so she doesn't have to research it.
0: Okay, Janice Joplin, Amy Weinstein, (laughs) just keep trying your luck.
1: well, no, I, I don't hardly ever do anything. And so when I do sometimes, like I went to Jamaica with some girlfriends.
0: Well, you still, certainly at this age, there shouldn't be no more experimental shit at all. Oh, this is uh, the best was, time. At this age?
1: Yeah. If you haven't lived your life already, and now it's a fun experiment. Well, there ain't
0: no need of you wearing no mask then.
1: No, no, I don't want to die like that. That's painful.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't want to die like that. I want to die having a good time. I don't want to die with this COVID shit. I've had pneumonia a lot. It's not a fun experience. Oh, and like boy. having pneumonia, it's, just, it's not a good thing. And then this, this one gives you the pneumonia and then it gives you the blood clots if you happen to live through it. Fuck no.
0: Yeah, it's pretty horrible.
1: Yeah, it's like your brain is fucked because then like, they're finding brain swelling all the time. I don't need that. Like, my brain's already swollen.
0: Yeah, you look like a pretty nice... You got a nice-sized dome where well, your brain ought to be nice and comfortable in there.
1: Yeah, it'd be hilarious if, if I up in
0: there, Yeah, it would be. You look like you and a Kojak.
1: I don't know, I think my head has dents in it. Like, I think you have to have a good head I'd to like be bald. i you see
0: it, yeah. Because
1: <laughs> I think if you have, like, At a dented tried. head, you really shouldn't be bald. Like, you should be wearing uh, hair so nobody knows where your dents are. Yeah, I feel like mine's, like, all, like, indented, and it probably looks like an octagon.
0: Yeah, well, just shave it all. Let's see. No, are you kidding?
1: It's probably, who knows what's back under this. I've had hair like this forever, and this is only half of it.
0: You might look good like that. Psst. <laughs> I have
1: seen myself when my hair is wet. There's nothing pretty about it.
0: All right.
1: I have to wear makeup, and I have to have hair. I, I'm not blessed with that natural beauty. I'm blessed with a pay-for-to-get-it.
0: Oh, I understand that everybody can't look like this naturally.
1: See, you have a nice round head. Not even, let me see, you got any dents on the other side?
0: No, just cut marks and stuff when people tried to kill me, that's all.
1: Well, they didn't get the, on the top part, there's nothing. Hmm. You're like perfectly
0: domed. almost killed myself on that one.
1: How'd you do that?
0: Passed out.
1: Oh, what were you doing?
0: Mm, Regular heartbeats, we just passed the fuck out.
1: Oh, that's too bad, I'm sorry to hear that.
0: Yeah. So. Did
1: you see the light?
0: Yeah, I saw it a couple of weeks ago, too. What'd it say? You about to die. <laughs> he said, go back,
1: you're yeah, you not through yet?
0: You, you said you caught a ride. You drove yourself to the hospital. I called 911, and the goddamn line was busy for 45 minutes.
1: Oh, that would suck.
0: Yeah. I never emergency.
1: thought about that. Like, what would it be like if you're dying, and they're like, I'm sorry, can you hold, please? No, I can't fucking hey, hold, dang, I'm dying. You
0: see that? The line was busy. <laughs> This was the hospital, and if you needed the police, it was busy for 45 minutes.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. That's and why you got to go in
1: a plane crash.
0: Fuck a plane crash.
1: Then you don't have to worry about
0: 911. Yeah, I'd rather get shot up like Tony Montana than die in a plane crash.
1: Oh, but then the shots, then you could, could live.
0: Better. Tony Montana didn't live.
1: With my luck, I'd live.
0: Not if you got shot up like him.
1: Well, that's why I don't want to jump off the edge of the, real, what is it, the Grand Canyon? Have you been to the Grand Canyon? Yes, I've been. I go over there and I'm like, wow, like, you know, you could jump off here, be a great way to commit suicide, but with my luck, I'd fucking live.
0: And who wants to it? live? No, you're not going to live. Jump oh, no, people it. live all the time. Okay, why don't you go to Niagara Falls and jump in there?
1: There are people that have lived through that. I read well, about it. I was like, how does that? And it's a woman, no well, less. You
0: try to be. One, why don't you try to be one of them? And then I'll go over that with you. Are you wishing death I'll mommy? show you exactly the place I want you to jump in at. You're wishing me death. No, I'm not. You're the one coming up with these outlandish ways of trying and, 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 and daring death. So if you want to go to the I Grand Canyon... Dare. I'm saying I'll the show thought you of where living and,
1: after the accident would be horrible. But we
0: would even got to go to the Grand Canyon. We can go up there in some of these mountains right here, and I'll point out where you need to jump off at and see if you survive. You
1: want me to die. You're wishing me death. You brought this up,
0: Gwen. <laughs> 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 so... <laughs> Anyway, Are you saying
1: I'm driving you crazy?
0: No, I'm not. If you want to tempt, you don't want to tempt death, you know, because I don't. People get.
1: I don't want to tempt death. I'm yeah. just saying sometimes I do stupid shit.
0: Like, uh, okay. I do well, stupid
1: shit more often when I'm sober than when I'm not. I've had people that
0: attempted suicide and and all that type of stuff around me. And the worst person that tells you they going you know they about to attempt suicide, but they call and you telling you about it. That means they want to be saved.
1: Yeah, they want attention. I have attention. a sister
0: that has failed at suicide six times. The last time. That got her motherfucking attention. But she tried it six times. I just don't know. I mean, God damn, how can you really want to die and you've tried this shit six times and failed both times? All six times. Because you was calling motherfuckers while you was taking them pills and drinking gin. You was looking for sympathy. Right. Nowadays, I mean, I I and bought a bullet with a goddamn name on it. Don't take no pills and drink no gin. Take this little 22 when you want to go and take this gold bullet. And put it right back right in, and pull the trick Well,
1: but you gotta aim it right, otherwise you can still live.
0: That's why I told her to put it all the way back in the back of her throat. You have to kind hollow of shoot point.
1: up through the brain.
0: Okay, well, all right.
1: We gotta, hit, we gotta end on a funny thing. So you asked hey. me who have I dated that I would turn down Trump. I dated Sammy Sosa back in the past.
0: Then that was before he bleached his motherfucking skin? That
1: was back when he was black.
0: Yeah okay. And he was
1: one of the nicest people, and I did not expect it at all. I actually met him at a club in in Scottsdale when they were doing uh, spring training, and uh, he had this like emblem on there, and I was like, Ugh, this guy's going to be too difficult. And uh, he finally got me to go to dinner with him, and he was so nice. And he was like, I said, why are you wearing all that gold? You're just like trying to flash that you're famous. And he was like, no, it's like I have the most stolen bases. Don't you understand that? I was like, sorry. I didn't understand it.
0: I don't give a fuck. You just been telling me, You done dated Sammy Sosa and wouldn't date Donald Trump. I mean, that's just something wrong with you, you know. No, Sammy
1: Sosa was one of the nicest people. He's a
0: ball player. How the fuck you ain't gonna date a president over a ball player? I mean, what's wrong with y'all?
1: Well, Sammy had a brain. He didn't lie, manipulate.
0: Sammy's bleaching his motherfucking skin to the point where he's about as white as these lights up so he's mentally fucked up.
1: Well, he wasn't when I dated him. It was normal then.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, maybe you fucked him up. Maybe he didn't start I, trying he to breach his me you, after he, you left.
1: He, that's, no, I fucked up a lot of men, but he's not one of them.
0: Lord have mercy. Anyway, tell them where they can find you at. Give them your information. Gwenda Perez is.
1: on Facebook, Gwenda Perez on Instagram, mm. and Gwenda Comedy on Twitter.
0: Mm. Thank you for coming up here.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: And like I say, time goes fast. You got anything to say about that uh the Miss Fussy ass woman? Right. Well ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in another week here at Al Tumor's Tumor Town and Mars Media. And um we'll be back at you next week.
1: Thanks, guys. Thanks
0: for tuning in, and thanks for guest Miss Gwenda Perez for showing up. And thank y'all for being out there tuning in to me.